Edwards on to attempt it for the Wolverines. Holds her breath at Arbor as Navarre gets set. Places down, kick is up. It's long enough. It's good! It's good! Michigan wins the game! Michigan shocks Washington, and the Wolverines are victorious! CBN-FM, the Sun Ra Orchestra, and the Regents of the University of Michigan would like to remind you that truth is the most precious commodity. Demand the truth. Accept no substitutes. Well, uh, good evening and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. Jim, I believe tonight is uh, taking the night off. We discussed it last week. He's got the uh, school obligations this week, so he should be back with us next week. I'm sure he too would have had a field day with this latest Romney problem. Uh, Romney... Obviously, the video, we don't need to regurgitate everything about it, but I think that uh, it poses a variety of problems for him going forward. Uh, Obviously, the comments are ignorant and contemptuous, contemptuous of society and America in general. And, you know, he, over the weekend, of course, released his tax returns that uh, are not terribly interesting, but... Uh, it's uh, it is revealing that he has still not released tax returns from the period of time during the Bush administration when the tax the Bush tax cuts itself were in, in play. Let's remember that the extension of the Bush tax cuts was a sort of late deal that Obama agreed to as part of a uh, post twenty ten shellacking, as he put it, that he agreed to at the time. And taxes, of course, yeah, we've been debating taxes in America now for uh, really since the late 70s uh, when the so-called Proposition 13 uh, proposal in California got going. And I might add that supermajority that was required in California ended up ruining their uh, fiscal situation there. One of the reasons that America's economy remains... Uh, on, on a sort of a slow pay, uh, slow growth pace is that the uh, um, 
California accounts for one out of eight people in America, and if they're in a recession or it doesn't slow down, it's uh, fairly safe to assume that uh, America is. Um, as for Romney, he's basically, uh, th- this is just the culmination of a variety of problems that he's had l- dating back to late July. And I want to kind of uh, review real quickly the uh, history here, because uh, people can sometimes forget uh, Romney's problems here. Uh, first of all, the refusal to release the tax, uh, his tax returns, uh, back in June and July of this past summer became a major campaign issue that he simply never handled uh, at all, really. He eventually made good on his word, but I suspect that the 2011 tax returns were uh, modified at some point, uh, perhaps this year, um, because uh, remember, this was actually an issue during the Republican primary back in December of last year. Then uh, Romney... Uh, made a foray into foreign policy uh, that really was a disaster. Uh, He went to Great Britain, insulted Great Britain. The uh, British press, by the way, had a field day. Um, If you go back and you check even the Murdoch papers, uh, Romney was raked over the coals by the British press. Uh, He insulted uh, the Brits right before the Olympics. Uh, We don't need to go into it all, but he was uh, pretty much called a twit, among other things. Then he uh, went to Israel, where he fundraised and, of course, met with Netanyahu. Uh, This struck me as unseemly. Then, bizarrely, he went to Poland. Um, Not that a visit to Poland is uh, a bad political move, but it struck me at the time that he was trying to borrow something from the nostalgia of Ronald Reagan and his loose connection to Lech Walesa, who, of course, was head of Solidarity back in the in the 80s. It's interesting that when he met uh, Walesa, uh, Walesa, of course, was uh, Lech Walesa, that was, was uh, courteous and cordial, but uh, refused to uh, endorse Romney, uh, pretty much pointedly telling him in his face, uh, I'm a union man. <laughs> Uh, Mitt Romney might have forgotten that. Then he named Paul Ryan uh, shortly before the Republican debate. Um, I would say that Paul Ryan gave Romney a, a weekend bump in the polls with respect to the uh, uh, the base, the Republican base. Uh, but uh, since then, it's been quite a bit of ebb and flow. And uh, when uh, Paul Ryan is described as a gopher, whose head pops up from time to time during the campaign. you got to worry about it. At the time, uh, my observation was, oh, well, Mitt Romney was just in Britain. Uh, Mr. Bean has picked Eddie Munster for vice president. And the problem with uh, Paul Ryan has been that the debate switched back or away from jobs and the quote-unquote economy to Medicare and budget issues. And I think that's been a disaster for the Republican Party because the events over the past two years since the Republicans have taken control of Congress have not been good. Uh, remember now that they, uh, it was the inability of, J- of John uh, Boehner, who we like to call Boner down here, uh, in the uh, House of Representatives back in August of 2011 to get a, a deal on the debt ceiling that caused the credit rating of the United States to go down. Um, The Republicans have attempted to blame this on Obama, but the facts don't support the argument. As for Medicare, it's been widely reported that three-quarters of voters in the key states 
uh, particularly the swing states. Three quarters of, of voters do not want Medicare changed, and they certainly uh, uh, are uh, viewing Paul Ryan's plan of con- converting this into a voucher system uh, with uh, hes- hes- hesitancy, to say the least, and outright repulsion. And I think that Obama has very successfully, over the past couple of weeks, communicated to the American people what Medicare and Social Security are, that they are social insurance programs, that you pay into the system, that these systems are not as insolvent as the Republicans uh, are trying to convey to the public, and that small tweaks in the system, as we pointed out just a couple of weeks ago when we did a sort of detailed description of Medicare, uh, can be solved with uh, very, very modest increase on payroll taxes and or other uh, forms of taxes. Uh, The Republican convention uh, was pretty much a flop. Uh, The uh, pollsters noted that it was the lowest bounce that any uh, party had ever received from a convention. And, of course, the uh, Clint Eastwood uh, incident remains with us. Last week interviewed on the uh, a television show called Extra by a fellow named Jerry Panicoli. This is what Clint Eastwood said about his uh, appearance at the Republican convention regarding the empty chair. If somebody's dumb enough to ask me to go to a political convention and say something, they're going to have to take what they get. That's Dirty Harry talking there, dude. Make my day. <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 that was uh, that, that whole thing was not vetted. Interestingly, by the way, just recently uh, it was uh, reported that Romney has given out bonuses to uh, top campaign aides uh, of uh, very large sums of money. Romney still seems to kind of view the presidency is a fundraising game. Uh, he seems to spend way too much time fundraising at this late point in the game and not enough time uh, actually campaigning. Um, then, of course, uh, a week ago, we had the unfortunate Libyan comments. And the Libyan comments in and of themselves, the problem with Romney there was he, he just showed once again that he's He's just not on top of things. He's not. It's like this guy's been running for president now for really for six years. And he doesn't quite understand how anything really works. And I think that this these latest victimization comments are consistent with that problem. Um, I'm looking here for my Romney. Oh, the chronology here on the exact uh, uh, series of events, I just found it. This is from the Thursday, um, September 13th edition of the New York Times regarding the reaction of Romney to the events that occurred in Libya and Cairo. At uh, 6 a.m. on Eastern Standard Time, uh, Tuesday morning, before the protests began in Libya or Cairo, the uh, U.S. Embassy in Cairo um, it was criticized in the anti-Islamic video that has uh, come out, and I believe that there needs to be more investigation into that. They stated, the embassy in the United States in Cairo condemns the continuing efforts by misguided individuals to hurt the religious feelings of Muslims. 
Later in the day, a mob uh, developed in both uh, Benghazi at the American consulate and at the embassy in Cairo. The difference, by the way, between an embassy and a consulate, kind of minor. But um, <clears throat> Secretary of Clinton at uh, 10 10.08 p.m., this is the chronology, according to the New York Times, stated um, after uh, confirming an American death in Benghazi, I condemn in the strongest terms the attack on our mission in Benghazi today. At 10.24 p.m., in other words, 16 minutes later, Mitt Romney made it, decided to make a statement. His statement was, It's disgraceful that the Obama administration's first response was not to condemn attacks on our diplomatic missions, but to sympathize with those who waged the attacks. So in other words, the factual statement that Romney made there is completely false, never mind the spirit of it. Uh, the United States issued a statement on Tuesday before the before the uh, uh, mob attacks, whatever you want to call them, uh, condemning the video. Uh, they didn't apologize for anything. Um, and they uh, certainly um, did not uh, condemn the attacks on our, uh, on our diplomatic missions. In fact, they had just condemned the attack on the diplomatic mission. So the Romney presidential statement at 1024 p.m. on Tuesday of uh, September 11th, ironically, uh, was... Uh, off-base, misguided. I think last week I called it half-baked that eventually turned into fully-baked. Needless to say, an Obama campaign spokesman um, addressed Romney's statement a couple of hours later and uh, just basically said, we're shocked that at a time when the U.S. is confronting the tragic death of one of our diplomatic officers in Libya, uh, Governor Romney would choose to launch a political attack. For the record, I was listening to BBC that night, and they did confirm the, quote, death of um, an American at the, uh, at the uh, consulate there. They did not confirm that it was Ambassador uh, Stevens. Um, and as the uh, story sort of, I was listening uh, for several hours while doing some reading up on Richard Nixon. <laughs> How ironic. Um the, 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 you know, the loose statements began coming out that the, the, the ambassador was dead, but that was not confirmed by the American government for quite some time. Um, the death was confirmed uh, of Christopher Stevens, for the record, at 7.22 a.m. on Wednesday, um, September 12th. Um, and that was, in fact, consistent with what I was hearing uh, on the BBC that night, uh, because I was basically listening that night to BBC radio. Um, then on Wednesday, uh, f basically five hours after the United States uh, uh, confirmed the death of Ambassador Stevens, who, of course, has now emerged as one of the the really good guys in 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 uh, the State Department, a man who was not, um, you know, w would go out and meet the people, was not uh, one of these uh, people that hid hid out in the embassy, and he did participate, quite frankly, in the uh, in the uh, shall we say the the American involvement in the overthrow of Colonel Gaddafi, uh, an, an event in a, in world history that still, you know, is is. Uh, 
developing. We don't know where this is going to end up. I've always had suspicion about this phrase, the Arab Spring, um, because um, I think Tunisia is probably on the way to some very uh, a better, a complete better uh, situation. But I think that Israel, uh, Egypt and uh, Libya are still in flux. And we'll see how that develops uh, in due course. But at five hours after confirming the, the death of the American ambassador, this is what Romney said. He said, the embassy of the United States issued what appeared to be an apology for American principles. That was a mistake. Well, American principles are, are all over the place. And uh, if Mitt Romney uh, somehow represents American principles, uh, I think that our nation is in trouble. Um, this, of course, is a sort of veiled reference to the concept that this uh, video, this offensive video, is somehow compatible with free speech. Uh, I have a different opinion on that that I'll talk about in future weeks, but I want to continue on the, uh, the problems that uh, Mitt Romney's having. Uh, those were the Libyan comments, off-base, factually inaccurate, insensitive, and clueless. Uh, let's face facts here. Even if uh, the uh, statement at uh, the embassy in Cairo early uh, Tuesday morning, uh, American Eastern Standard Time at 6 p.m., um, basically condemns the video uh, by calling it efforts by misguided individuals to hurt the religious feelings of Muslims. That, to me, is a completely appropriate statement by the embassy. The embassy, for the record, is not connected to the Obama campaign or President Obama per se. Uh, people that work in embassies are tend to be quote, what are known as civil servants. They're professional people that work for the government. Frequently, civil servants, in fact, probably 95% of civil servants stay in the government regardless of who's president. And the spokesman at the U.S. Embassy in Cairo um, is probably a civil servant. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm willing to bet one of Mitt Romney's houses on the matter. Um, this is just a pro forma statement that some person in the professional diplomatic corps of the United States would make under these circumstances. And for Mitt Romney to try and uh, characterize that um, as a... Uh, a uh, statement that, quote, sympathizes with those who waged the attacks is uh, outrageous. It's, it's flat-out false and uh, demonstrates poor judgment on his part. And, uh, well, he's paid a little bit of a price for that problem. Well, the problems have continued. just wanted to mention away, by the way, real quickly, that I'll give a brain damage award out to the uh, House of Representatives, uh, led by John Boner Boehner. They didn't pass a farm bill last week. Continuing evidence that the problem in Washington is not uh, the, uh, the President of the United States that's uh, obstructing things. It's it's the Republicans in Congress. They they can't even pass a farm bill in the context of one of the worst droughts in the last 70, 80 years since the federal government's been involved in federal po farm policy. That's unbelievable. And it's even Republican farmers that are criticizing this. Where's Mitt Romney's leadership on this matter? He instead makes some crazy comments last week that um, I will get things done from the inside uh, when I become president. Well, classic. Uh, not quite. Um, the inside is uh, 
is all mixed up as a, a recent book that I just finished that I'll talk about in a couple of weeks, I think, by uh, Thomas Mann and Norm uh, Ornstein. It's even worse than it looks, how the American constitutional system collided with the new politics of extremism that goes into the details of the obstructionism of the Republicans in Congress using the filibuster, the improper use of debates and rules to pass bills and whatnot. And one of the more outrageous things that ever happened was when uh, Mitch McConnell uh, filibustered his own bill. You talk about uh, a system that's broken. It is Congress, and this is why they have the lowest approval ratings pretty much ever. Now, as for the victim comments, um, they speak for themselves. Uh, Let's face facts here. This is Mitt Romney uh, in an unguarded moment at a fundraiser, uh, which he seems to think is his main job. No, it's uh, you're a candidate for president, dude. Your main job is communicating with the public. Now, it's fascinating, of course, that this fundraiser occurred in Boca Raton, and it was a $50,000 a plate type fundraiser. $50,000 for a plate of food? You talk about skewed values. You talk about the outrageous context of a, the fact that Romney's making these statements to people that are eating probably lobster bisque and asparagus quiche and probably some form of pudding, if not, uh, I think as uh, one columnist jokingly called it, crab cake. Uh, This is how Mitt Romney is running his campaign uh, with this kind of money that, of course, $50,000 Boy, that that would get a lot of people quite a long way. I'd like to point out uh, for the record that the average Social Security benefit in the United States is $13,000 a year. Okay, so the $50,000 a plate fundraiser for one plate of food uh, is almost four times more four times more than, than we give out in Social Security benefits to the elderly. In other words, when they say average, that means people are getting less than 13000 uh, Social Security, of course, was invented uh, and, and developed as a concept of social insurance during the New Deal by FDR. Uh, it's been documented by historians as probably the most successful government program in the history of the United States of America. It's not perfect. And $13,000, boy, that's tough to live on. But it does provide a semblance of social insurance for elderly people. And yes, there are people uh, who collect far more Social Security money than they paid in. Um, So what? Uh, Our society is supposed to have Values, and I start to question Mitt Romney's values. The one good thing about this presidential campaign is we're not talking about family values anymore because Mitt Romney's not stupid enough to go there. He knows he can't win any political votes attacking Barack Obama on quote-unquote family values. So instead we get a lot of uh, 
sort of puffery on the edges. They're new phrases. I'm sure that Mitt Romney at some point had a had lunch, probably similar to the fifty thousand dollar a plate dinner where he made these comments with Frank Luntz. Frank Luntz probably had a list of about fifty words that Mitt Romney would be advised to use during the presidential campaign. It convinces people uh, to vote Republican, and indeed they do. One of the things that's so outrageous about the Romney comments is the fact that he's talking, uh, you know, and I'll just read uh, a a segment of them. He says, there are 47% of the people who will vote for the president no matter what. All right. There are 40%. 47 percent who are with him, who are dependent upon government, who believe they are victims, who believe that the government has a responsibility to care for them, who believe that they are entitled to health care, to food, to housing, you name it. That's that's an entitlement and the government should give it to them and uh, they will vote for this president no matter what. These are people who pay no income tax. My job is not to worry about these people. I'll never convince them that they should take personal responsibility and care for their lives. Uh, That, by the way, from the Wall Street Journal dated uh, the 18th of September by Sarah Murray and Patrick O'Connor. What a remarkable statement. Uh, It's offensive at at all levels. And it's once again an example of Mitt Romney, who we like to call Dim Mitley down here. And man, every week this guy just confirms that he's Dim Mitley. In fact, he might be Dim 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 Mitley. (laughs) Dim Sum Mitley. He's uh, he's out there. I mean, he's out there in la-la land because he doesn't understand even where the Republican Party gets a lot of their votes. They get a lot of their votes from the people in the red states. As the New York Times detailed, where are the people that um, don't pay taxes, don't pay income taxes, which uh, Romney, of course, is obsessed about because he won't reveal his income taxes. I mean, the whole thing is incredibly ironic. Here's a guy hiding his money in the Cayman Islands. I call this the Bermuda Triangle, the Bermuda uh, in Bermuda, in the Cayman Islands and in Swiss bank accounts. And he's going after people that are getting money from the government, calling them victims. I mean, that, that, that statement right there is, is outrageous. That's from the Fox, Fox News Network talking points. And uh, stating, I'll never convince them that they should take personal responsibility and care for their lives. Well, Obama's had a field day with this. He's been able to cachet this into stating, look, these are social insurance programs. You paid into them. Uh, we pay you back some semblance of money. Let's look at the states uh, where they don't pay income taxes. I'm going to read these states. South Carolina, red. Georgia, red. Alabama, red. Mississippi, red. Arkansas, red. Louisiana, red. Texas, red. Idaho, red. Utah, red. Four-fifths Mormon in Utah. The Mormons have large families. They had they get they got a generous tax cut from George Bush uh, that was expanded during his presidency. That's contributed to the deficit that the Republican Party is complaining about. The one blue state on the list, New Mexico. New Mexico, of course, is uh, very heavily Hispanic and has a very large Native American population. Uh, the American uh, treatment of Native American. Uh, uh, citizens is outrageous uh, and it should be a bigger campaign issue 
it's overlooked repeatedly uh, because the Native Americans are not a big voting constituency. But America's treatment, it's reneging on treaties for hundreds of years. This stuff is outrageous that, that Obama, uh, that, that Romney would uh, characterize people that are receiving these, uh, the, the, this money as victims. Uh, for the record, uh, 28% of the people who, quote, did not pay, uh, of the 46%, um, who, who didn't pay income taxes in, in uh, 2011, paid pay, uh, payroll taxes. I'd like to point out to Mitt Romney, since he doesn't understand anything about America, in Alabama and Louisiana, the last time I was there, you had to pay taxes on food. When you went to the supermarket to buy bacon or potatoes or whatever, you paid taxes on food and this and the rate of taxes in those in those states is about nine percent it's just about the same percent that Mitt Romney paid in federal taxes last year he's coming in at 13.9 percent well bully for Mitt Romney he's paying less in taxes percentage-wise than most Americans so of course he won't want he won't reveal his, his tax returns from the decade in which George Bush was president of the remaining 10% are elderly, and 7% don't work. Okay. Uh, are the elderly victims? I don't know. Uh, you make up your own mind. There are obviously people that, are, that, uh, that abuse the federal, uh, uh, the generosity of the federal government, uh, uh, improperly collecting benefits that they're not entitled to. They need to reform some aspects of Social Security. I don't understand why people that are making over $100,000 in, say, investment income are also collecting Social Security, where we're transferring money out of hardworking people's pockets and paying them more money. Well, this is uh, this is Reaganomics. Uh, we know all about it. It's it's trip it's trickle up. It's trickle down. It's not doing what it's supposed to do. The tax system needs to be reformed. I'd like to hear more details about it. Did Mitt Romney yesterday on 60 Minutes, when given an opportunity to talk about budgets, specifics about the budget and taxes? No, he went back to the uh, vague thing. I'll work with Congress. Oh, well, good luck. Congress is run by a bunch of people that need to be put in a lunatic asylum, half of them. It, I mean, they're a disgrace. They, they, they don't do their job, and they have deleterious. I mean, they have really hurt uh, the American economy in the last several years with their foolishness about budget deficits and their uh, Grover Norquist pledge not to raise taxes. Uh, I'd like to thank... Uh, Andrew for engineering uh, this evening, and um, you are listening to WCBN FM and Arbor Yazoo City Calling will be coming up shortly. Just wanted to mention on the 4th of February uh, 2008, when uh, Mitt Romney, I believe, is still in the uh, 2008 presidential race, the Pentagon on Monday, and this is from Tom Shanker, announced that it will unveil its proposed 2009 budget of $515 billion of military spending. If approved in full, annual military spending, when adjusted for inflation, will have reached its highest level since World War II. Why was it so high in, uh, in uh, the last year of George Bush's presidency? Afghanistan, Iraq. This, these two wars have cost us trillions of dollars. One of George Bush's most outrageous acts of president 
is in the midst, at two months after the Iraq war starts, he's pushing through a tax cut bill through the Republican-controlled Congress, which they voted for. Incredible. I mean, it's just amazing. And how ironic that the, uh, the, the person that turned this video over to Mother Jones that spent a couple of weeks authentic, uh, authentic, uh, authenticating it uh, turns out to be the 